Welcome to the Amy Egan Podcast, where each Saturday, Lindenwood University head women's basketball coach Amy Egan talks women's basketball and much, much more. We'll talk about past games, future games, players, the Ohio Valley Conference, the NCAA, academics, careers, and many other interesting topics. This week, we're going to talk about the win in Monday's Education Day game. And Amy, just a fascinating event all around. I'll ask Coach about how many high school basketball games she's going to watch in the next coming weeks as, as, as the holiday tournaments kick off. And a trip for Lindenwood to a Big Ten game next week in Minnesota. That will be fascinating. And so, Amy, as always, welcome. I know you're in Evansville, Indiana today. You have a, a big game this afternoon sometime, I think it is. Yeah, absolutely. We tip off uh, today at two o'clock versus Evansville, um, and uh, we already been up and been at shoot around and back. So uh, right now they're kind of uh, probably resting a little bit, looking at some videos, some scout, and uh, getting ready for a pregame meal here right around eleven. Excellent. Well, we've just got to start with the education education day game last Monday. I had anticipated this because I talked with Taylor. She was on our podcast last week, and I'd seen and heard the stories about what they had done it what you had done at Drury. And, and you know, tell you what, Coach, I, I, I think we need to have an education day game every single game. I mean, <laughs> I would love that because I think, um, you know, anytime you can get kids around your program and, you know, I've said it over and over and I think it gives them dreams and um, stuff, role models, you know, think people they can look up to, all those kind of things. But, you know, in regards to coaching in that every game, um, I don't know, that's pretty hard. Uh, I'm pretty sure it, uh, our kids didn't hear anything that we were saying on the sideline. So uh, it's hard to play. It's hard to coach in that, but I think it's a ton of fun for our kids to play in that. Yeah, and I saw your players working their way through the students and the crowd after the game. That had to be a pretty neat experience for them. Yeah, I think I think they love it. You know, I think, um, you know, all those students that every school is given kind of a, a player to kind of read their bio and look at what they've done and they make posters for them. And, um, you know, I, we have kids that ask for autographs. And so it's a I think it's a pretty special day for our kids, too, just because uh, it kind of puts uh, them in the light a little bit with it and uh, allows them to go up and, and talk to some of them and uh, you know, high five them and all those kind of things. So I think it's a special day all around. So will there be an education day game in 2024? Yeah, we plan on having one every year uh, for sure and growing it every year uh, in some way and, and uh, making it obviously the best that we can make it for the community. So I suppose during this podcast, if there are uh, school teachers in the St. Louis and St. Charles region listening to this, reach out to Amy Egan at Lindenwood. And give an invitation to next year's Education Day game. It's a fascinating event in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. I'm sure our staff will accommodate you. Yeah, and, and the thing we, we do, you know, we send out uh, emails to all the schools afterwards and obviously thank them for, for bringing uh, the teachers, for bringing the kids and investing in them and, and so forth. And then we're going to make time in January and February to go visit them at school. And whether that's, you know, just do a Q&A with them or read to them or... Uh, whatever the teacher kind of wants us to do activity wise, um, we're going to build that relationship with them. I think, again, that's so important. And so uh, they gave to us and we're going to get back to them as well. Excellent. Excellent. So we're kind of in the part of the, of the college basketball season that's winding down where more times than during the conference season, the final score shows, I don't know, 30, 40 or more point, point differential. How do coaches respond to their teams after both blowout wins like you had earlier this week and blowout losses 
Yeah. You know, I, I think it just depends on the coach, you know, and uh, kind of how they handle things and their thoughts and their philosophies and maybe, you know, where they're at within their program, um, you know, whether they, they they were supposed to win or not win or, you know, what whatever their thoughts are with that. But, you know, I think if you're really about the process and really about um, continue to get better and playing your best basketball in February and March, which I would think most coaches were, are about that. Um, you know, I, I think it's about trying to figure out what you did well during that game and, and what you need to get better at. And so much of basketball is about matchups, you know, and, uh, yeah. any given day and any given night and you match up with everybody differently. So, uh, figuring out ways when, you know, when things don't go well, what you can do better the next day, day or what you can just grow in your program, you know, and I think I've said it a million times, we have so many things that we haven't been able to do with our kids or be able to talk about with our kids that uh, we need to continue to grow their knowledge of the game, uh, their X's knows their IQ of the game. Uh, that will help them so that when they're put in a situation they haven't been in before or it's a tough matchup, you know, they they uh, they know how to handle that. So I think, you know, from from my perspective for us, uh, you know, especially being a first year and really laying the groundwork, you know, it's a process every day for us. And, you know, I always tell our kids, uh, you know, I say, hey, if we lose today, what's tomorrow look like? And they we go back to work. If we win today, what's tomorrow will look like? We go back to work. And I think that's one of the kid, things I tell kids is you're going to get the same for me every single day. So um, I, I think that helps them feel, um, you know, they're not going to get penalized for losing. Um, they're not going to get, you know, I mean, we get obviously rewarded because we celebrate, but they don't get rewarded for winning because there's more games to be played. And so um, so I think that that definitely helps when you can have some of that consistency within your program. Now, holiday basketball tournaments, and I'm talking high school holiday tournaments, I assume they start the Tuesday after Christmas. Is, is that a big recruiting time for you? And, and if so, how many games will you and your staff watch in the next few weeks as the high school tournaments open up here in, in Missouri and Illinois? Yeah, uh, I mean, it is. It's a, it's a really big um, time for us to be on the road recruiting. And a lot of that's because we have a lot I don't want to say extra time, but, you know, we practice in the morning with our girls and then uh, we're able to get out kind of throughout the day and in the evenings and most evenings with it. We have fewer games, you know, uh, where we're working on scouts and that kind of stuff. So it's it's probably the hardest thing about it. And in all honesty, Gary, is just managing how many how many Christmas tournaments tournaments there are and where to go uh, and uh, who to send where, you know, those kind of things with it. But uh, there's definitely a ton of opportunities to be out and. Um, you know, we're, we're going to try to be out as much as we can. I think, you know, when you look at, uh, since games have started, that we're there. Uh, I just think that's really, really important. Not that we're always recruiting, you know, kids from every tournament or every team, but I think it's important to show the support and that we're there and we are evaluating and we are we are looking at kids. So we try to be out as much as possible. Uh, January and February is a little bit harder just because of, of the number of games that we have. But when we have those opportunities, we definitely get out. And Christmas tournaments are fun. You know, it's fun to go watch a game and not have to stress uh, about coaching. And then you can actually relax a little bit, have some popcorn <laughs> And chat it up with it with your uh, other coaching friends that are there. <laughs> so you mentioned that you're in Evansville today. Is everyone healthy and ready to go? 
Uh, we're, I would say overall, we're, we're pretty healthy, uh, with stuff. Uh, we have some bumps and bruises, uh, here and there, and we've had some kids in and out a little bit, but, uh, I would say overall from top to bottom, we're healthy, uh, and ready to go. So, um, you know, I, I think we have an outstanding athletic training staff, you know, Sandy specifically is our trainer and does such a great job, uh, with our girls and works really, really hard for them. And then, you know, Julius, our, our strength and conditioning coach also plays a part in that. Um, they do a great job with recovery. They do a great job with prehab, all those kind of things that uh, have put us in a position to be healthy. You know, that, that just doesn't ha- happen overnight with stuff. So, um, very thankful for every, where we're at with that. Um, let's, uh, knock on some wood and continue to pray that we, we stay in those positions because as we all know, and you know, some, some teams in our league have, have even seen this and across the country, you can have one injury and can change everything, uh, within your program. So, uh, just really thankful for where we're at with that. So the university of Evansville appears to have struggled early this season. What do you expect from them today? Uh, they're good. I mean, um, you know, if you look at their games in that, uh, almost every game that they've lost, they've been within 10. Uh, a lot of those games they've been up in the fourth quarter and the other team has just kind of came, uh, back and, and passed them. But, um, they're, they're in every game. Um, they play really, really hard. Uh, they got some really great post play, a lot of high, low type stuff, uh, post players that can finish around the rim. They're big. Um, so I think you're going to see, um, a, a really big battle for us, uh, down in the post, especially if we allow them to catch down there, uh, and, and, uh, some things that we're going to have to do to limit some of those touches, but, um, they are definitely capable and, and definitely a well-coached team. I saw the Ohio Valley Commissioner, Ohio Valley Conference Commissioner. Yeah. At, I think it was the men's game this week. Uh, it made me wonder, uh, how have the Ohio Valley women's basketball teams done in November and December so far? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't think the records probably uh, show exactly kind of what – the conference looks like and what it's going to look like when we get to games within conference. You know, I think uh, a lot of us are playing a lot of power fives, um, you know, for, for money games and so forth with it. So uh, I think when you look at that and every school is kind of different with how many they have to play and, and need to play uh, to get some of that money. But I, I think that's probably why the records don't show uh, exactly where uh, the conference is at. But I've been able to catch a lot of the games on ESPN plus and watch a lot of the teams and um, a lot of them have some very talented players and you know some of them are still figure, trying to figure it out and, you know you even look at Little Rock who uh, every year is great and very very well coached uh, they haven't won a game this year but their net I think is higher than anybody in our conference uh, huh. and that's because they're playing all very 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 good teams um, and so um, I'm sure in their mind and when they get to conference they're by playing these these hard teams and tough teams they're preparing themselves for conference so uh, it'll be interesting to see when conference, um, you know, opens up where everybody's at and uh, how much everybody grew through the non-conference schedule. Yeah, that's getting close. I know December 31st is the yep. first whole, first conference game for Lindenwood. Um, that's going to be fun to watch that conference season, I think around the country as well. So we won't be doing the this podcast on the 23rd. And we're going to take a week off. So, so Amy, let's go mushy for a second. <laughs> and tell, tell the listeners about your holiday plans and traditions for yourself and your family. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, I, we don't get long. Um, and a lot of that is, uh, while we're on break is, uh, doing game film, um, from, you know, we'll, we'll be doing game film from Minnesota and then also really breaking down Southern Indiana, which is our first conference game and getting their scout done and ready. So, uh, it's hard, you know, it's, it's a hard balance for a lot of coaches, I think during that time of the year, cause you want to have, uh, and spend time with your family. Um, I think that's one of the hard things about being any kind of basketball coaches. We play through every holiday, right? Uh, yeah. and so trying to find that balance and, and, uh, trying to find that balance and, and spend some time with family and friends is very important. And so I try to take as much advantage of that as I can, you know, I'll definitely go see my parents, uh, and, uh, see them they're only two, two hours away, right around there and see most of my siblings. I think they'll all be there except for one of them that isn't able to make it, make it back. And then, uh, I'll head down to Springfield, uh, for a couple of days and see some friends and family down there. And then, um, I'll head back. So again, it's, it's really quick. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a great time, I think specifically for our kids to get away from hearing us every single day to kind of regroup, refocus, uh, and then hit that, that most important time of the year. So, uh, I hope they take full advantage of it as well. Okay. Great. And you're headed up into the cold, cold North next week at, to Minnesota. Uh, that's going to be tough. I watched the, the University of Minnesota team, uh, hold their own against UConn for the better part of their game a few weeks ago. And I don't know how many big city players you have on your team. I really haven't looked at that. And what do you expect that experience to be like for those 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 kids on your team, those players on your team to get in such a big, high-level environment like the University of Minnesota? Yeah. You know, I, I kind of talked to our kids the other day, um, just that we, you know, we had two games left and um, it'd be really nice if we can, there's obviously we don't have to, but if we could, you know, win one of them and that, you know, university of Minnesota is the best team we've played so far all year. Um, and so really focusing in on, on this one and, and really doing everything we can to put ourselves in a position to win. And I think they're doing that. And I think they've done that. Uh, but man, they are good. Uh, so well coached. I've known Don, their head coach for years. Uh, and, uh, they're just so well coached and, she does such a great job and already doing that in her first year with them. Uh, they play hard, hard, hard. Um, they're well coached and they're very skilled and they're big. So, um, you know, we're going to go up there and, um, you know, we're going to enjoy the experience. Uh, we'll prepare like we do every other game. Uh, and I expect our kids to play hard and compete. Uh, and then wherever that falls, it'll fall. But it'll be fun to see and be in that, that environment. I'm sure they will have an outstanding crowd uh, to be in, in that, in that environment, environment and play that type of competition. Well, Amy, please accept my best wishes for you and your family for the holiday season and, and all the players as well. We've come to the end of this podcast with Lindenwood University head women's basketball coach, Amy Egan. And I encourage each of the listeners to share the podcast link with friends and families and neighbors. If you have questions or comments or want to do next year's education day for coach, with Coach Egan and her team, uh, drop me an email at gstocker, that's G-S-T-O-C-K-E-R at lindenwood.edu. We'll be back on December 30th, and we'll look forward to that podcast with Linwood basketball coach Amy Egan.